Welcome to Counterbalance Conversations, the program that enables and encourages you to make the changes you need to make a true difference in our world. Your host is Dr. Melissa L. Strasser. Our hope is that by hearing from people who have stood out and made a positive change in their community, their lives, and their world, you'll feel the need to do the same. Now, here is Dr. Melissa L. Strasser. Hi, and welcome to Counterbalance Conversations. If this is your first time here, welcome. We are glad that you took time out of your day to spend it with us. Today, we are going to be talking about miracle mindsets, answering answering a calling. And my guest is my friend and teacher, Felicia McQuaid. Like many women, Felicia wears a lot of hats. She's a mother, an educator. She's a healer, a motivational speaker, a spiritual counselor, author, and a small business owner. She refers to herself as the modern day healer, doing the work of a healer amidst the day-to-day challenges of normal life. She has dedicated her life to sharing her gifts and abilities with others She is a survivor who has transformed into a person who now chooses to thrive. She shares a positive energy, which is contagious. After after a challenging childhood, striking out on her own at 16, an abusive marriage, struggles with drugs and alcohol, extreme physical pain from injury, she surrendered. One day, we literally flat on her back in excruciating pain, she says she surrendered. She prayed for relief and prayed for help. She knew something had to change. Her life was in a state of misery. She felt anger, pain, and fear. She pushed all of all of those that loved her away, and that was only adding to this physical pain. At age 28, she began to thrive. She asked for help, and help came in the form of yoga. It was the answer to her prayers. She found a teacher, and began the process of unraveling physically and emotionally. What she discovered was the pain she was carrying was the pain of her difficult past, and it would not be ignored any longer. She started yoga in 2000, and that began a new path for her, a path of healing and self-discovery, which led her to all the practices that she now teaches and offers today, including yoga, Reiki, Theta Healing, and Felicia, what else? Did I forget anything? <laughs> Welcome. I don't know, you know, even, thank you so much. It's like, uh, I'm so happy to be here, even when it's interesting when you listen to your own bio and you're in the present moment so much of remembering what actually took place for you to be for myself or wherever we are to be right in this moment. So it's actually pretty humbling to have this moment of you speaking of that and remembering that version of me and all the things that I've been through to get to the version of me that's here now. I I remember when we first met, um, I always like whenever I have individuals on, I love telling kind of the first met story or some something about our friendship, which we've developed over a, long, a significantly long time. And I'm actually sitting here looking at my Reiki um certificates on my wall here in front of me and the first time I walked into your yoga studio and my mom had signed me up for a Reiki class and at that time I was not on 
a clear path to anywhere except for I was trying to work and, you know, kind of climb the corporate ladder and all of the, all the things. Right. And I walked into your, as a girl's day with my mom for Reiki one. And I fought and spit and said, I don't want to go do that. I don't want to spend a whole day sitting there and learning about something I don't know anything about. I've never even heard of. She's like, you just need to go because I picked it. You let me pick. And I walked in and I left there completely converted. And that was, I think, 2011 or 2012. And I know I received my Reiki, my first Reiki master from you in 2013. So it's been, we've had a very long friendship. And um, I remember just thinking, who is this amazing woman standing in front of me? And that was early on in your journey as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I recall that. I remember your mom and God bless your mom and for her bringing you to me and bringing us together. Because even now I feel that the presence of that love is that you know, at that point, I was really stepping in, as the bio says, I had gone through yoga at that point, and I was just stepping into Reiki and stepping into teaching in a larger way through Reiki at that point, and meeting you was, that was the divine timing of, you know, of Reiki in my life, of transforming energy, starting to understand that life wasn't as solid as it seems, and that things weren't as concrete and dense as they were um, prior to that. And yoga, you know, yoga was fundamental in getting me grounded and getting me into the present moment to even understand there were things that I needed to actually shift to create what I call miracle mindset is the miracle mindset is knowing that with faith, all things are possible. And I was learning that with yoga because I was starting to unravel the pain. And then when I met you, Reiki was really coming in and I was really starting to at that point, one of the greatest things I was experiencing at that time was the ability to watch people transform, to be able to pass along something. And Reiki is something that, you know, is initiated. We, it's something you have to have a teacher for in order to practice because they, it's a great spiritual practice, but it requires an activation. And to be able to be a person that was literally having the ability to activate people in a new way, like when you were saying I was converted because something became activated in you. So, you know, like tonight we're talking about passion. That was one of those places where Reiki was igniting passion. In you. I feel like it was like waking something up that you hadn't been in connection with. It wasn't that it wasn't there. It was that that was the place that it said, let me put these um, connecting points together and start making some shift. Yes. And that did change my life significantly over many years. And I'm even still now with the practice. So I've gone on to work with you in a lot of different modalities, uh, Usui Reiki, as well as in 2018, I I received um, a dual Reiki master teacher with bringing Karuna Reiki. And then also I've done two of your Theta Healing classes uh, which was the kind of that next iteration after you wrote your book, or maybe you were doing it at the same time you wrote your book. I'm not really clear, but, and then now you've, you've gone to miracle mindset. So tell us a little bit about that journey and about miracle mindsets. And, you know, we we're here talking about 
a calling and it feels like you've had a lot of callings uh, over the time that I've seen you or a time that I've known you. Yeah. And I feel like when you're talking about the calling, it's like you step into, you know, it's a divine timing of something that like at that point is so it draws you from a place that is inside of you that, you know, it's almost unexplainable. I remember with yoga, I went to like two classes and the woman mentioned the teacher training program. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like all of a sudden, you know, I said no out of habit and then I go home and it won't go away. Like, what is this that's come in? Reiki was very similar. I had moved away. I knew what Reiki was. I had been called from Florida and at that time moved to Mississippi. And when I met my Reiki teacher, it was the same sort of thing. It was like something woke up and I was like, I need to learn this practice. And I remember even with that one, she talked a lot with me about what she could foresee of what I could do in the future. And at that time I was thinking she was like, her head was on backwards because (laughs) I couldn't imagine like, even I'm sitting here in, in this little island, if you guys don't know where it is, it's a small island off of Puerto Rico called Vieques, which I knew nothing of in April of this year. You know, so she was foretelling these things like you're going to teach all these people and you're going to do these things. And at that point, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I can't even imagine that life because at that point I was still unraveling some of the difficulties that were going on. And, you know, Reiki was a big part of a big emphasis of my, my path for probably about 15 years. And then you know, during that time, like you spoke about, I ended up, um, because I was healing, I wrote my book called Uncommon Faith. And that's what really looking at from an energetic standpoint, I started looking at my past and saying, faith means that everything had a reason and there's some higher purpose. And it was the reason, it was the way I transformed it was like going, oh my gosh, that wasn't just about struggle and sacrifice. That was about learning about compassion. That was about learning about Um, patience. I was learning about healing, about love, and all those things. And each time that I could look and reflect, I started to embody that more. And, you know, Theta Healing is the the last last one that's kind of come in in the last probably, I think it was 2012 when I first took my first Theta Healing class. It wasn't until 2017-18 I started teaching that one, that Theta Healing is a big part of Miracle Mindset because Theta Healing is the ability to actually change our reality by changing the thoughts, changing the belief systems, changing um, life patterns, changing genetic patterns, because I know for myself, my children will never experience and do not experience the suffering and the struggle I had growing up with abuse, that they're beautiful, developed, right, conscious children because of these changes. And, you know, all of that, all these together, I call miracle mindset, because a miracle is just a place that you can't imagine to be true. You know, if you'd have told me six months ago that I was going to be living on this little island, I would have probably looked at you like your head was on backwards. Like, what are you talking about? You know, I'm fine in Florida. It's beautiful here. And, you know, all these years of shifting my mindset to the possibilities that are around me was a big part of like what inspired me to even like follow this calling right now is because of those practices and all of them culminating into these major shifts not only in what I'm saying but 
the programs that part of us that is operating behind the scenes, right? If you can get in alignment with your conscious and subconscious, you can change anything. And how do you, when you're working with individuals, um, I know a little bit about it because I've taken classes with you, but for our listeners, how do you make that shift? How can you make those shifts? How can they work on themselves to make some of those shifts? You know, it, it really the first, and I always say this for anything, the first thing that we really have to do is get very aware. Start paying attention. So much is going on, you know, and we often are paying attention to the outside, and that's okay too. But if you're going to start seeing on the outside and you start seeing things that are not what you want in your life, that, you know, you've attracted chaos or you've attracted an illness or something like that, when you start looking at spirituality, like we're talking about, is like saying, this is a reflection of something going on inside of me. Mm-hmm. So the first step awareness is to take your awareness and start to wake it up inside you to start looking through new eyes, start seeing the things that are going on. Because, you know, in energy, one thing I was teaching Reiki is you cannot heal what you cannot feel and, and don't acknowledge. So mm-hmm. even for myself, here I was in my late 20s and I wasn't connecting the dots. This had to do with like being a kid. I was just there. And I was like, why is my world such a mess? And why am I in such pain? And I realized it's because inside of me, I'm in pain and I'm a mess. I need to go in and start cleaning things up. Mm-hmm. And that's where the can be so powerful because it's, it's a meditation technique. So you learn how to expand your consciousness through the meditations, And then you also begin to understand how to, through muscle testing, through dialogues and things like this, is what is the unconscious, the subconscious saying that's creating this reality? And if I can go in and reprogram that, right, like by through conscious thought or intention, then I can start seeing something on the outside. So if I wanted to be here in Vieques, but I believe that I could never go anywhere and would fail at that process, somewhere in me would probably sabotage it, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. inside of me, when this arose, something like in a calling arises, I have such faith that I have because it's so programmed in me that I can act without all of that other stuff coming up because, and that wouldn't have been, you know, probably 10 years ago. And that's where I say what I'm talking to people is start looking at what, what limits you. So a lot of those limits are pre-programmed, you know, as we, and when I say pre-programmed, you know, by our parents and society and school and um, whatever religious beliefs that we are brought in, just, you know, everyday life limitations, you know, harsh or good words. So you can be, you know, have like such high expectations for yourself that that becomes limiting. So it's not always the negative, but sometimes it can be the positive that stops you as well. That creates that fear of, can I, uh, can I do it? Will I be successful? What happens if I'm not successful? So it brings up that fear and with miracle mindset and, and, um, working with theta healing, it sounds like what you're saying is we have to just kind of remove all those blocks, all those barriers. So then you can actually envision and have that vision of that next or that mindset that says we can go here. We can do that. We can do all of these things. Like you said, when you told me that you were in May, I think it was, um, well, yeah, I'm living, I'm, moving to Puerto Rico. And I was like, what have we not talked in that long? 
And um, you were telling no, me and I mean, they about this calling coming in. And it was super span- spontaneous. And at the same time, this show was coming in. I had left my corporate job or I spontaneously, I just felt a calling to do something different. Spontaneously left, left my um, corporate job. And now I was, yeah. and the radio show came in very quickly uh, after I put in my notice. And so it was almost like I was, I unblocked myself and said, and the universe said, here you go. Here's, here's uh, your new platform. Here's your new calling. Here's your new conversations that you need to start have happening and that will bring joy, bring some joy and healing to yourself. So I'm getting to talk to people like yourself and interview and have these conversations and share with other people the things that happen when we go to lunch or when we're in a sitting around my kitchen table and it's really a fantastic blessing. And I would have never, I think of that, you know, whenever on, on these is that when we are conscious and we're talking in these ways that anybody that hears this can be activated in themselves. Maybe, you know, your person that's listening to this now and, is wanting is basically you know sort of stuck in your life and wanting to see some sort of change come in and that's where we have to remove if you're stuck you've got to remove the blockages you know with mm-hmm. theta healing and all of these work is about this quantum leaping right so we often there's two types of shifts right incremental one two three four five six seven eight nine ten but when you quantum leap you're able to go okay this is where i am I can actually foresee and believe that I can be here and watch yourself not have to go through because often the incremental is like, oh, sabotage, start over, right? Challenge, quit, yes. right? All of that. And the quantum says, I'm just going to bypass all of that and get to that space. And that's where you're seeing things like when we're, we're in a new consciousness overall is, and I've, and I can, you know, I probably have like five other women you could bring on with a quantum leaping story right now of light workers because I'm so blessed to know so many that suddenly had a calling. And I mean, even in my local area, three that I know have moved off into other places too. One's in the mountains, one went over here and just said, I don't know why, but suddenly I just feel this calling to go to North Carolina, to go to the Bahamas, to go to Puerto Rico. And it may not look sense like rational on paper of like what brought you to that decision but having such in the word that you know focusing on tonight is this passion and passion is a deeply spiritual word and it means this place that like a great enthusiasm a zest for life like you just you feel it and I get a little bump in me now you get it so much that it's this fuel that comes in that says no matter what I encounter this is what I'm going to do. I can, I will, and I must do these things. And that's that quantum leap, right? You take that jump and, you know, the quantum leap takes us a while to get there. That's the miracle mindset that could go, I can do that. And then, you know, that's where you've got to, then you start doing the the other work as well, because the quantum leap for me was coming here, feeling that calling, coming back. And now, right, my mission is to bring the vision that I know, right, is in my heart. And I even, you know, have to watch it because it's like, I, I don't want to start limiting this vision. I start seeing myself going, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, the beautiful thing about this place is it has its own energy. It's pretty self, it's a sustainer, it's its own little island. So it's not dictated. I think it'll start going, nope, that's not big enough. We're going to start leading you in a new way. 
And that's where passion comes in because it's a spiritual energy that starts to feed all of those things. Right. And I know um, just with my experience with you, you have a tremendous amount of passion when you get that bump and you get that calling, you just run. It's, it's like, I have to do it. And I've had those, those same experiences um, over the last probably 10 years and it's yeah. like, well, I'm going to move in this direction. And people ask me often, they're like, well, you have all these interesting things you do and you know all these interesting people. Well, a lot of it is not my doing. A lot of it is just the universe saying, hey, you got to go. And I'm like, okay, or your work here is done. Here's your new yeah. path that you're on. So mm-hmm. um, it's not necessarily a straight line either. You think it is, but yeah. it's, it's really not. I can, and sometimes it's doubling back and saying, mm-hmm. um, when I went through yoga teacher training, it was a lot of doubling back and saying, you didn't heal this. And I went, oh, okay, well, let's work through that in my teacher training. And as I, even now doing practice and doing my practice on a daily basis, sometimes I'll get in a pose and I'll say, do you remember this? And I go, Oh, I need to probably circle back and journal about that. And I just put a pin in it and finish the flow and then journal it out um, and find out what that limiting belief is. So then I can use some of the techniques that you taught me to go in, you know, and um, replace those limiting beliefs or remove them or delete them. Um, You know, and and I'll offer, you know, a lot of, and just as we're speaking, I feel this, as Paul is speaking about this last couple of years that, you know, a big part of um, the last few years, just because of the world circumstances of you know, the pandemic and the people being sick, all these things that we started to get limited because our life became limited. We could not literally could not do what we wanted to do. Even for myself, you know, just speaking a minute about how I ended up in Vieques was, you know, the last two years I had just, followed another passion and was working and expanding a yoga studio, COVID came in and it was right at the same time. So I lost the studio, all the things I'd put into that. Um, And then inside, then COVID came in and then we were limited and being able to connect, which, you know, I'm a person of touch and love and want to connect. So my business of helping people became, it started to become just, um, different in the way and it wasn't fulfilling any longer and then I actually even became sick with COVID myself and some other health problems last year and I think it was just when I'm here now I realized that you know a lot of us became in the terminology like spiritually depressed we weren't like clinically depressed but some part of our spirit wasn't able to do what it wanted to do And, you know, when I decided and I was coming to a place in like March or April of that restlessness again inside of me, like I need something else. I can't keep doing this. And, and I knew I was still benefiting people. I was starting to see people again in my home and figure out a business. I was praying on that. And I was in communion through the fate of brainwave with the creator and was saying, what can I do? And I heard to be of service. So you know, to step outside of myself and just go out. And I had met someone who was coming to Vieques about a month before. And so I had somewhere and she said Vieques to me. And it was literally like a 
uh, uh, just at a bolt of like lightning. I'm like, where is this place? And I must go there, you know? And yeah. I think some of you guys that don't know, my father is Puerto Rican. He died when I was younger, but my mom died last year. And I came to realize that I had some things to go deeper into that. So I thought, what a perfect place to go to that, pl- come here and just start working some of that out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I know that's been something you've been working through for quite some time. And so I'm glad that you're having the opportunity to navigate through some of that in such a beautiful way. Um, and I know that you are, um, you're just now getting settled. So we were so lucky to get you on. I was so lucky to have you on the show. So thank you for doing that because I know you just moved and then you just came back and then you moved again. And so now you're kind of getting settled. And so I was really excited that uh, you were able to, that you wanted to come on the show and were able to, because I know that there's still some challenges in VAKs as well um, for things that we take for granted. Um, And it's a different different world living here. Yeah. So we've got um, about four minutes until we go to our first break. And so I would love during that four minutes to just kind of talk about um, your a little bit of your vision because I do want it to um, I do want your us to hear about your vision for VAKs and for miracle mindsets. But before we do that, um, tell me a little bit about what changes are have been most impactful for you since you've moved to Vegas? I know it's a lot and you may not have anything. I I have a pretty, I have a pretty simple answer on this. Okay. So I'm in an an environment that is not easy. We're completely uh, a municipality of Puerto Rico. So oftentimes, even in my first week, we didn't have water for four days. Electricity will go out. There's a tropical storm here. What Vieques has taught me, and that was part of getting out of stagnancy, was how to be in the flow in a natural place. Because even here, we don't have the impact of the 5G networks. We don't have, there's not a traffic light on this island. There's no, what's at the store is what you eat. So for me, Vieques has simplified things down to if I'm in the flow, life is going going to flow. But if I'm not, if I'm in resistance, then I'm going to struggle in this heat. I'm going to struggle against the bugs. I'm going to struggle against the fairy. So it really, nothing else, if I had to nail it down, it really is teaching how to get back into the natural order of life. Because we're here on an island where there's iguanas and mongoose and wild horses running on the streets. And, you know, I mean, and it's so, you have to stay in simplicity. And if you get into the complex here, it'll, it literally, I think it'll just bump you right back out. (laughs) The island itself will be like, you can't make it here. I've already seen so many that have bumped out just in my short time. They're like, I can't get in this flow and they go back home. And for me, that's the work of me is like letting go of the control and surrendering into, okay, I just need to be really present and see where this, where this is taking me. Yeah. I, I remember moving into when I moved, first moved down to Florida from busy, and this is kind of not the same, but a, a, relatable. I moved from DC to here, and it was so slow here, and it wasn't moving, and there weren't all the fancy things. It was a little beach town, mm-hmm. and it was very comfortable. 
and getting through town 10 miles would take like 45 minutes. And now I'm like, okay, that's 45 minutes of gratitude and thank you for the lights and, uh, oh, look at that cool new building and that kind of thing. Uh, and it takes a, a while to make that adjustment. So you've even taken it down one level on that. So we're getting ready to yeah, go to our break. I tell you, it's, it's really beautiful. Go ahead. So, yeah, we're getting ready to go to our break, and it is absolutely beautiful. And then when we come back, I would love to talk about your current calling and vehicles, what you're looking to do there, um, any uh, and let's just kind of dig a little bit deeper into callings. How does that sound? Yes, definitely. And if so you have perfect. to, if you have to leave us, you can um, contact Felicia through miraclemindsets.com. And we hope you return after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Counterbalance Conversations with Dr. Melissa L. Strasser. Find out more about Dr. Melissa by visiting drmelissalstrasser.com. Now back to the show. Well, welcome back. And we are here with Felicia McQuaid. And we've been talking the first half of the show about calling. We've been talking about Theta Healing, Reiki. We've been talking about um, missions and visions and all kinds of amazing things and uh, Felicia's miracle mindsets. And Felicia, we said before we went to the break, we were going to talk a little bit about your calling to VIKs. We're going to go a little bit deeper into, you know, what it means to have a calling, what it means to kind of chase down that vision or taking that quantum leap to that next place. 
Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about that. So tell me about your mission. Yeah, I, I thought that yesterday I had a person and we were talking about this and she gave me this quote and I want to share it and says, don't be pushed around by the fears in your mind. Be led by the dreams in your heart. Yes. It's by Roy T. Bennett. And I just, I felt like that really what spoke to like a calling. Don't be pushed around by the fears in your mind. Be led by the dreams in your heart. And that's where a calling isn't something that comes in. Like, I feel like it doesn't come into our logical, like ABC, one, two, three mind. There's something, a calling is more like an energy that wakes up inside of you. Like suddenly something comes alive inside of you. And that's mm-hmm. that energy of passion. And sometimes, you know, and I, I see this a lot with working with people, they have a certain vision, but they don't have the energy to create the vision. They don't have the commitment level to get there, right? Or there's something limiting them that when they start to move toward a vision, that blocks them. So even being here is a new is a new mission and a new vision. The vision is still always within me that my greatest vision is to share what I've been gifted with mm-hmm. other people to help them improve in whatever way that serves them best, whether they're doing some yoga, learning meditation, Reiki. Like you said, there's so many I could, you know, I have so many certificates like yourself that you know, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous to write it all, you know, it's all part <laughs> yes. of the process, but you know, this place that goes deeper, you know, with, when I came to Vieques and I remember the moment, you know, I came here and like I said, I came here to just step away from my life so I could figure out what to do with my life because I was unhappy and restless. And when you're restless, that means your spirit is like, Hey, it's happened. It's going to, Hey, we need to do something better. We need to make a bigger difference. We want purpose. And when you feel a calling, it's like this purpose and you just will lean and and you'll say yes. When it's not your calling, right? And something comes up, it's your calling. There's only yes in there. It starts taking a place where you're like, yes, I'm still going to do that. Yes, I'm going to meet that challenge. Yes, I'm going to overcome that. And, you know, I came here and I remember I, I taught yoga here on the island of Full Moon and people had asked me to teach and I'd been doing service work and I taught that night. And after two years of not teaching and no students, here was a speech full of these really hungry people wanting yoga and wanting to hear what I had to say. And it woke it, it started stirring that old vision I had of like, OK, yeah. I can make a difference again that. And then the next day, and I, I really went to bed that night with a lot of gratitude and gratitude is a powerful, passionate energy of like, okay, God, I see you working through me again. And the next day we were driving down this road and all the roads here are curvy, windy, and there's a tree, a Seba tree here. Seba is the indigenous tree that people that are indigenous to the island use this tree for everything. And this one here is like 400 years old, even more giant when you come here you'll have I'll take you there and we were coming into it and so much passion came through me that I I was crying joy like and I hadn't felt that in me because I said I was going through like spiritual depression like I felt happy but I hadn't felt joyful and I just was like I'm I need to come here like I want to I want to open a place here I want to teach yoga here I want to share practices here I want to bring light workers here I want to bring people here that can 
make use this place as a beacon and wake up something because it was doing that for me. Even myself, I hadn't felt that physically strong in a long time. When you hit the right place, it's like disease, illness, chaos, and all just will go away. And you suddenly go like, hey, I feel clear, purposeful, driven. And that's what happened. And, and now, because I had that vision of like profit here, now I'm in that center part. And this is the part that is often challenging people. Now it's time to do the work. Yes. You know, you can't bring a vision to life without going on a mission to do the work. Like for myself, when I got here the first week, four days without water in a strange place, literally hauling buckets of water. I'd never done anything like this before. So um, it was coming into a place of saying, okay, I really am going to stay in this and say yes and deal with that challenge. Even though it's difficult, I'm dealing with it because of my level of commitment. Yes. And I have felt the same way um, since I've, I've uh, made the transition this summer. I've had so much more energy. You know, I'm doing kind of all the things. And yes, I am still relaxing. I'm still doing the things that, um, that I said that I would do because I said I was going to take the summer off to heal and the summer off to, you know, just get kind of that zeal back that I was looking for. But I found that a lot of my calling, you know, because I had not been teaching yoga, much less practicing since I had COVID in November. And so I'm back to having passion for doing that on a daily basis. And I'm back to, you know, wanting to do coaching clients and, um, you know, doing Reiki for people. And then the radio show, it's like, I wake up thinking about, okay, who can I have on the show? What is happening? And even in this difficult and challenging environment that we still have, um, from a business side of things, I wake up every morning feeling really passionate about what I'm doing and how can I get all of this information that I have out to everyone else and sharing that. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, even when you're looking at, when you're following a calling, it's not like you're following a job. You're right. following in, in spirituality, it's like working into a space of a vocation, of purpose, of mm-hmm. knowing that what you do is making a difference and you can feel that in your heart. Whether even, you know, when we do things like this, we don't know who's got, how many we're going to reach. But for my intention is that anybody I reach that somewhere gets activated in them. If they're listening to something, if you're out there listening to something like this, maybe there's something that's calling you that it's time to, you know, there's a quote that I love and I think it comes from Bhagavad Gita, be bold and the mighty forces will come to your aid. And that's what quantum leaping is about for me. It's like coming back. I came here in May. I went home for three weeks, sold so much stuff. And said, I'm going. And because of that commitment, what I found, and we often, you know, feel this challenge is like people aren't going to support us. When people know you're dedicated and committed, I think there's a different level of integrity and understanding to what you're doing. And they're actually, some of them are really like, I want you to go out there and pave the way so that I, when I'm ready, have a where to go. And that's what Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of us are doing right now is saying, instead of sitting back, because we've been having to sit back for a while, ready to step forward again and to step up and into purpose. You know, 
one quote that one thing that kept coming through for recently is step back in order to step up. So step back from all the limitations, step back from the fear and step up out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I've se- I'm seeing that with a lot of individuals as well. I've been seeing it with light workers. I've been seeing it with individuals that have not identified themselves as light workers, but, you know, just individuals who are saying, you know, I really want to make a difference. And um, I'm seeing a real shift in the world as a whole, you know, and I think a lot of people are starting to say I'm stepping into that calling, or I think they're feeling that restlessness and they're feeling that motivation that you're talking about. Yeah. And I think that is so, you know, often we sort of just take that restlessness. And I think that's where you see a lot of people experiencing a lot of anxiety and fear and feeling limitation is because they have a restlessness and the restlessness is often like it's given a, like there is a diagnosis of anxiety. And really, if you dig deeper and that's part of it, if you guys experience anxiety, I, I really um, challenge you to look deeper than, than the anxiety itself what is it that it's holding back, right? If you try to hold something back, it's going to quiver, it's going to shake. And it's time to like go deeper than that and look at what really is that you're really afraid of, what's really limiting you because the anxiety is just showing that there's a restlessness inside. And if you don't, it's, you know, they always say the things that we regret the most are the things we knew we should have done and didn't do. So, you know, my son said it best about this movement for me. And I said, you know, how did you come into a space of, of knowing that I was going to do this? And he said, you know, once you know your happy place, you know, once you know you have something else in your life, how do you go back and just go back and do the same stuff anymore? And I just, and I said, I'm a hundred percent with that. There's no way for me to have this calling and then say, Oh, never mind. I'm just going to go back and watch the Netflix. Right. Right. And there, and, and I'm a firm believer that something shifts inside of you. It's no longer about you. I think it's the collective, um, you shift something with everyone around you, not just yourself. Um, because once you have made that commitment, they kind of call that the tipping point, right? mm -hmm. Like you've been leaning a certain way. And then there's a point where it just has enough that it gets you out of that place. Right. And I think that's collective consciousness. Like what you're talking about too, is the more, right. For me, if I can do this and I can, you can see me doing it. It allows somebody to say, you know what? I'm like her. I also can do this. My children to be able to grow up and see their mom, like go, I'm, you know what? I'm going to be willing to step out of all comfort because Becky's is beautiful, but it's not about comfort, right? Most places don't have air conditioning, you hang clothes out on this, the clothesline still, the roads, all these different challenges. But for me, the comfort was making me shut down. It was making me just be sitting there and kind of, you know, that, that energy of resting on your laurels when, you know, here I am, I'm, I turned 49 in Vieques this year. And it was like, there's a door opening for me in this universe. And if I don't step through it, it's going to shut. And then I'm going to have to wait (laughs) until whenever this door opens up again. So it's like seeing that opportunity. And because I know that with faith, all things are possible. And these are programs that run. And even with light workers saying, I need to focus on what I really want instead of the things I don't want anymore. 
and really take that opportunity to, to tip through it, jump through it, quantum leap, do whatever you have to do to get yourself back to being happy. Mm-hmm. Happiness is important. It is. It is. And, you know, I will tell you that as I've made the the changes over the last few months myself, so probably since April, so you and I started going through this kind of uh, shift in our life around the same time, um, I've had numerous people contact me and say, you know what, I changed my life because I saw that you could do it. And that's not to brag. It's just identifying for our listeners the power. And I think you, you know, a lot of times I look to you and go, oh, Felicia did it so I can do it. So we all have that kind of that person that we look to and go, wow, they did it. And because I'm often, I'm not a super big risk taker for me to do something like this. Everyone said, oh, if she can do it, then maybe I can too. And there's been several people that have contacted me and said they've made those shifts in their life and they've made, you know, they've taken up a new calling or they said, you know, I've been thinking about this for years and years. Um, So I'm hoping that, you know, hearing from you and how you've made the changes and hearing from, you know, uh, from me that, you know, it's not, I mean, it's scary. I'm not going to say it's not, it's scary to kind of take that leap initially Um, but again, as you said, with faith, all things are possible. And, um, and I think I would offer to people, you know, they need to find, to follow a calling, you need to find what is that base energy that never goes away in you? Is it your optimism? For me, it's faith. Is it your compassion? Is it the humanitarian in you? Is it the love in you? Is it the light of you? Is it because you're have this wisdom, there has to be something. And that's part of, you know, when you're developing into a place where, you know, we can make these big jumps is because there's some base within us that trust. Maybe that's it, right? You have to develop what is your fuel of passion. So even as I'm here and I'm challenged and I've had a couple of days where I'm like, man, I need to just like pack my bag up here. This is getting pretty hard. And then going, no, I came here in faith. So I'm going to stay in that and let this momentary fear pass me by. Let this discomfort pass me by and know that I'm here for a specific reason. And, you know, there's a a great, one of the great laws of life is really learning how to just be you, how to figure out what it is that makes you incredible and amazing, and then share that with the world in some way. And so, you know, you think about a quantum leap, a quantum leap could be for a listener of, I need to have that conversation with somebody in my family and I've been putting it off and holding on to all of this stuff. And the quantum leap is picking up the phone, right? Where someone else has been thinking about writing a book and they finally buy that journal and that paper and they start it. Because even writing books, a lot of people have so many great ideas. One of the things that I heard before I came here and I said, I'm not going to be that is these stories of like, you know, I had a friend who thought about coming here and doing yoga and starting a wellness center, but she still lives in wherever that is. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be the one that you met that said, I remember meeting this girl who was talking about all of these things, but never did it. Because I know that in my heart to have this idea and have these visions and then not do it would be more heartbreaking and devastating to spirit than, you know, going like 
okay, I'm just going to quit. No, I want to follow that through. So really for everybody out there, I think that find what your superpower is. What is that thing that keeps you grounded and centered that you can come back to when you're going to live a mission? Because living your mission doesn't mean everything's going to get easier. It means that it's going to get a lot more interesting, that you're going to affect a lot more people, and you're probably going to have to look a little bit deeper into yourself. Mm -hmm. And it does get a lot more interesting and a lot more and a lot deeper. Um, Because around the time that you start working in your mission, or at least for me, and I think you've told me this as well, all those things that you haven't worked on show up. Yeah. Um, but it does get more interesting. Um, I've never thought of it in those terms, but life does get a lot more interesting because you're starting to feed your soul. And so you start saying yes, a lot more. I find that I say, when someone says, Hey, do you want to do this? I say, yes. As long as it doesn't. I love that about you. I'm like, yes, let's do that. But for me, knowing you, you've always had this spirit of like, even, even you, when you can feel the resistance, there's this part of you that leans in and opens up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's even more now. (laughs) It's really open now. You've got some, uh, you've got some uh, spiritual muscle in it now. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, that sounds like fun. Or, you know, equally, I also have an, a knowingness or an intuitiveness that says, no, no, don't go that way. Um, because I've taken enough U-turns, spiritual U-turns, you know, mm-hmm. physical U-turns, you know, my life has turned upside down and inside out on numerous occasions. But one thing that I, um, I read sometime that says, you know, you can always make that U-turn. You're never so far down the road that you can't turn around. It may be a long trip back. I mean, anybody who's taken a wrong turn knows sometimes you can be driving along and go, oops. And it takes you an hour to get back where you started. Um, But frequently, you know, if you, it's really easy to make the U-turn may not, it may be a little treacherous going back, but you, you, you're never too far down the road to turn around. Or take a hard left. There's something about when, when you hit that calling that you have a spirit of an adventure that comes in. You see this in like classic stories of the heroine and the people mm-hmm. who are the warriors that they're the ones that something like takes them off the beaten path, right? That the two roads in the path of Robert Frost, like I took the path less traveled and saw like some new things coming into life. You know, you talk about here on the island, one of the things of how I've been learning is just get in the car. It's an island. Eventually, I'm going to hit the side and have to turn around. (laughs) In that is going, you know, what if I just pay attention to what I'm seeing and what I'm experiencing while I'm taking that ride and not worrying about where I'm going to end up all the time. Right. Absolutely. And and I'm finding that too. I'm not on an island though, so it'll let me drive for as long until I hit the Pacific or the Atlantic. (laughs) So I'm kind of, uh, I can hang a right or a left. I mean, I could go north too, yeah. but still eventually I'm going to hit water no matter where I go. 
that's the part of it. You know, some of us are, you see that in yourself when you decide to call a follow, follow a calling, mm-hmm. you open up like literal new terrain inside of you, new places in your heart to explore, new thoughts coming in, um, untapped, right? Like people create vision boards because it starts to go, I need to think bigger than where I am. And when you follow a calling, suddenly you're like putting on a, a vision board, a retreat center in Vieques, Puerto Rico, right? And you didn't yeah. think about anything like that before. Suddenly you're thinking about how you can help here. Here, there's a lot of challenges from people with cancer from the times there was bombing here. And that's not even that long ago. The U.S. Navy was here until 2003, I believe, and used this island for bombing. So even coming here and seeing that people here are struggling and there is simple little things, you know, that we can start teaching and implementing using essential oils for some of the mold, helping to teach people how to use energy to heal themselves, so getting grounded through yoga. And a lot of these things are not on this island. And that was part of what woke me up was saying, you know what, there's a need somewhere in the world and I know how to fill that and let me go there and then say to the universe, show me the best way to get that done. Yeah. Yeah, well, we are, I really, that's amazing that you're bringing all of that to VAKs. We have about two minutes left. So in about a minute, minute, 15 seconds, tell us about like, uh, you have two or three things that you would like the listeners to take away and how they can contact you. Well, I think for me, one, one thing that I always remember is when you're living in your spirituality is that you do what you love in the way that you love, because you love it. Do what you love in the way that you love, because you love it, because that has to be there. And as as we're speaking today, you know, uh, the miracle mindset, I'm shifting and rebranding being here in the EKs. Uh, The best way to really keep up with what's going on with me is through Facebook. Um, There's a Vieques Yoga and Wellness and Felicia McQuaid, also the Facebook. And I do my best to like put up new pictures of where I'm at And everything's evolving here. Like I have a bigger vision, but it's all evolving. And I try to keep that page active so that people can start to see what's going on, even um, starting to do live stream of yoga classes and meditations. So that would be the best way to to want to keep on track of seeing how the adventure unfolds. That's awesome. Um, So I want to thank you very much, Felicia, for coming on the show. And with our last minute, I just want to um, next week, we are going to have um, Megan Bilnoska, and we're going to talk about your creative genius. And if you need any, uh, if you would like to connect with me or have any additional questions for Felicia, you can send that to counterbalancecoach at gmail.com, connect with her via her website, her Facebook, and or counterbalancecoach at on Facebook or Counterbalance Coach on Instagram. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to Counterbalance Conversations. Be sure to join your host, Dr. Melissa L. Strasser, for another inspiring program next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until our next program, Do something that stands out this week. Make a change. Be the counterbalance.